0: Insects are all around us. Many live right under our noses and are just waiting to be discovered. In spite of their small size, insects are among the most interesting and adaptable creatures on planet Earth. We have close encounters with them every day, whether we realize it or not. To most people, these creatures are just bugs. But to entomologist Dr. Tim Gibb, they are spineless wonders and he's here to help you look beyond the bug to the fascinating life of the insect. Dr. Tim will see you now. I have dedicated my whole professional life to defending and extolling the virtues of insects. Insects are incredible organisms and I have little trouble playing the anything you can do, insects can do better game. It's not hard to find insects outperforming just about any other animal in just about any category. However, a recent question sent me into research mode. Do insects have the ability to change color like a chameleon, rapidly and intentionally altering their color to blend into their environment, either for camouflage or to avoid predation or to attract mates? Well, insects are known for their beautiful colors. They rival birds, reptiles, and even fish with their beautiful and vibrant colorations. Their varied patterns of spots or stripes or splotches, and even some have distinctly iridescent or metallic coloration. The peacock flounder and some mollusks, including squid, octopuses, and cuttlefish, can quickly and dramatically change colors by either concentrating or dispersing pigments in their skin cells. Reptiles, the most famously chameleons, change the color of their skin by adjusting iridophore cells containing certain nanocrystals that selectively reflect various wavelengths of light. But what about insects? Can they change colors? I found examples of a couple of Australian crab spiders that can change color while hunting. They change their color to replicate the color of the flower that they sit on. Unsuspecting bees or butterflies can't see them. And when they prepare to pollinate the flower, they become instant fast food. Even better, of an insect that is a close cousin to the golden tortoise beetle, which is common throughout eastern North America. It is able to turn from its normal iridescent golden color to a scarlet red and then back again almost instantaneously. Exactly why it does this may be a matter of conjecture probably better suited for another column. But it is sufficient to mention that scientists only observe this color change at two times. When the insect is violently disturbed or when it is in the act of mating. And I assume that the color changes would be most apparent if the insect was disturbed while mating. But how do tortoise beetles accomplish this color change, given that they have hardened exoskeletons that are drastically different from human, fish, or reptile skin? Instead of blushing or physiologically altering pigment or nanocrystal containing cells in the skin, the Panamanian golden tortoise beetle changes colors using an entirely different strategy. According to the insect scientists who studied this phenomenon, the beetle's outside shell or exoskeleton has three layers, arranged one on top of the other. Each layer reflects light of a different color or hue. Combined, these reflections produce a beautiful and characteristic gold color for which the golden tortoise beetle is known. However. Beneath this outside shell is a layer of distinctly red pigmented tissue. Under high power microscopy, scientists discovered that each of the three outside layers is, in fact, composed of tiny grooves that insects fill with clear body fluids. When filled, the shell is smooth and acts like a very effective mirror that reflects most sunlight and makes the beetles appear shiny and metallic gold. However, when the grooves are empty of fluid, the outside shell becomes less reflective, almost transparent, and acts more like a window than a mirror. When the shell loses its reflective properties, the gold hue fades, revealing the dull red color underneath. So, Anthropomorphically speaking, this insect has the ability to show its true colors, whether it's feeling irritated or romantic. Simply by controlling the amount of liquid it forces into the shell grooves. Fascinating stuff. Proof that these beetles encased in exoskeletons can show rage or even blush even though they lack the physiological processes that we as humans use. Insects never stop surprising us with curious solutions to everyday problems. And brilliant work on the part of the researchers to discover this. Congratulations to them on publishing this important work. While I was not personally invited to be part of their particular research team, I did have a discovery of my own that relates to insects and how they change color. My finding may not be as scientifically acclaimed or as groundbreaking as theirs, but hey, it's my contribution to science and perhaps maybe others can learn from it as well. Since I was not invited to add my findings to their paper, I will publish it here. This all came about by way of a question from a gentleman who found what appeared to be a tick attached to his leg. He noticed it while fishing in the creek that ran through the back of his property. He began, I have lived in Indiana for my whole life, and in all my time I have never seen anything like this before. Once in a while I find a tick on me or my dog. I just pull them off but I thought ticks were supposed to be brown or black. This one is bright blue. So is it a tick or something else, like a rare, mutated, prehistoric, never-before-seen thing, maybe even new to science? I often get questions about ticks on people or pets. They're common during the spring and the summer, and almost all of these ticks belong to one major family called the hard ticks or Ixodidae. Adult tick sizes vary by species, but all are less than a but an inch in length. They all have eight legs and large protruding mouthparts at the tip of their characteristically pear-shaped body. A tick's body is flattened, top to bottom but can swell enormously when it engorges itself on its host blood. All ticks that I know of are reddish-brown, never, ever blue. Thinking that this might be a practical joke, because some people like to tease entomologists this way, I decided to play along. I sent a note back saying that the behavior sounded like it could be a tick, but as to the color... Well, I could only speculate. Maybe it was just a tick that was having a bad day, feeling a bit blue. Or maybe it was a blue tick hound dog tick. Or perhaps it was a tick that had been feeding on a smurf. I requested the tick to be immediately submitted for physical examination and I chuckled to myself at my clever response, never expecting that the specimen would actually be submitted. When the specimen arrived, it was clearly the exact shape and size of a tick. It met all of the tick identification requirements perfectly, except that it was blue. In fact, bright blue but something about it was not quite right. I put it under my microscope and noticed that the blue color, which completely covered its back and also extended to parts, but not all of its legs, was suspicious. I probed the cuticle of the tick and found that I could actually peel the blue color back, almost like paint, almost exactly like paint. I sent my final report back saying that this was indeed a tick but it appeared to be artificially painted blue and then I questioned how that might have happened. A few days later I received a photo of a piece of wooden furniture sitting on a workbench in a backyard. The somewhat sheepish accompanying note read My wife recently repainted this bookcase. It is on the path to the creek where I fish. Could it be the cause? The color match was perfect. This has been Dr. Tim with my latest spineless curiosity. Thanks for listening, and be sure to tune in next month to learn about another spineless wonder.